What's up, everybody? So welcome back to the Swift Podcast. I've been on a hiatus for about a month, but I have a killer lineup for everyone. So today I bring back a dear friend of mine. We go way back to my rider days, and you know those were a long time ago. So Allie is the owner of Nest Fitness. She is a phenomenal, gifted instructor. Um, I remember her talent when she used to perform at Rider, and she was the person that I used to work at the gym. I would see her. I would run outside. We'd give each other a hug and brace for like a good 10 minutes, scream, yell. People stared at us, and then we just disappeared. Um, a bundle of joy and one of the closest friends to me at Rider when I first started there. So, Ali, this is an honor. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's really good to chat and catch up and be a part of this exciting podcast that you're working on. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, I mean, we're going to hit the ground running with you. Um, it, it, it's been a while, so I feel like this could be a, just a catch up for the both of us. We haven't <laughs> talked to each other in a while. Um, but I want to talk about the first thing is your journey. So I know theater was a big part of your life and you did a lot of performance that rider and, and, and the whole realm. And now you're on a different side of theater. You're on a different side of performance and so forth. You have your own business, a very successful business um, with the nest. And I want to see where and when did that junction occur? What led from theater to where you are today and what was your inspiration for it? Yeah. Um, well, when I first moved to the city, I was just kind of like gigging, as you call it. I was dancing a lot, but doing sort of random things as well as working a lot of different side jobs. I taught dance in after school programs. I taught um, dance for senior citizens. I worked at a restaurant. I was a cocktail waitress for a long time. Um, and, and, and that's kind of how everybody does it in the city and especially like performers and artists, you just kind of have to piecemeal things together to make it all work. Um, and I was, it was kind of when I was working at the, I worked at a bar down in the Lower East Side for a few years and it just was really difficult to work nighttime hours and then motivate myself to like get up in the morning and go to an audition or go take a dance class and like keep myself in like prime performing shape because I was working from, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. on the weekends. Um, so I got my uh, my NASM personal training certification okay. uh, while I was working at the bar still. And once I finished that up, I met actually my business partner, Colette. Uh, we were dancing in a circus company together. It's a great way to meet people. <laughs> and um, she was managing at a small running studio. Okay. And um, I just, I didn't really know. I hadn't, I mean, I had worked out, but I didn't know much about the fitness industry and the, and the specific like boutique studio industry in the city, yeah. which is like, is really booming here. And I was like, Hey, do you have any jobs? I just got my, I just got my personal training certification. I was like, I'm kind of gone to do anything. Um, and she was like, yeah, I can hire you as a front desk person. I was like, great. So I worked at the front desk there for a while. And then she was the one that actually introduced me to trampoline. And we started training people in trampoline at a different studio and just fell in love with it. And kind yeah. of, we sort of worked on our own method from there. And, um, and it just, it fits so much better into my life 
as a, a side gig while I was still performing. And then it, I realized that it just brought me so much joy in the same way. And specifically like the way that we curated our method, it is very dance and music oriented. So it, um, it kind of like brings that same joy out for me. And, you know, then from there we started the nest and we're here. That's awesome. And <laughs> it's the beauty of it, right? So right there, the part of the reason why I bring guests on is to give you guys a lesson. And again, I know Allie well enough from Rider and Fitness was something that her and I talked about quite often in my training background to see her in my industry in a sense. It's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Um, but also the glow of the joy that she presents. So the joy you're seeing in her face right now, as she talks about her business and trampoline fitness is something that we'll talk about today that not many people know about is is who she is she puts her devotes her time into it and you can see her work she's really excited about those classes i've seen some of their classes i've tried a few but i'm not that good at it but hey you know what <laughs> it is fun i will say that it's definitely different and the beauty of it is she created a product she created an organization that fits for her schedule as well as the schedule of her clients a lot of times we in the industry start to make excuses and even there she's a busy human being going to recitals being a performer in New York City, one, and also with everything else we've been dealing with, to fit stuff like this, is it's hard. But she found a way, and that's the first lesson for you guys, is finding the tool that works best for you and how you can include that in your lifestyle. So, Ali, give them a background on trampoline fitness, because I'm not qualified to do it. You're more qualified than I am. So <laughs> tell us about it and the, the joy of it. Yeah, I mean, trampoline fitness in general... I think a lot of times it's used as more of a wellness tool, which is how people know it. Um, there's a lot of conversation around the trampoline and lymphatic drainage and the way that it actually gets your lymph system flowing and helps flush out toxins and all of that good stuff, anti-inflammatory, anti-cellulite, you know, all of those like beauty and wellness things are sort of in the forefront when people talk about trampoline. Um, but the way that we specifically use the trampoline is really for cardio intensity and building endurance and strength in that way. And the thing that's great about it is that it is low impact, easy on the joints, easy on the body, but it is so high intensity. Um, and I mean, I taught this morning and I have just been sweating all day and it's, it's really the best. Um, but so the thing that we work on the most is moving to the beat of the music and using the beat to kind of guide our tempo and get faster and faster throughout class. So you're pushing yourself, you're increasing your heart rate the entire time and trying to go for longer periods of time. And we sort of distract people from the, the difficulty of that by building a combination or a routine in a very dance-like way on the trampoline. So in the same that you would maybe in a, in a dance cardio class or a hip hop class, you learn one move, you do several repetitions of it to kind of get it into your body. And then you put a pin in it. You learn the next move, same thing. And then you piece them together and you start to string this along. Next thing you know, you're drenched. You're a half hour deep. You've learned this whole routine. You haven't gotten off your trampoline and you literally cannot help but smile. I think there is a specific type of person that enjoys this workout because nobody looks good their first time. I can count maybe on one hand the first time, like somebody tried the trampoline and I was like, oh, wow, you got it on your first one. It's hard because you're not jumping up in the way that you would on a backyard trampoline or 
or that you would think about when you initially find trampoline, but you're staying low and pressing down into the trampoline. So you're getting a ton of work for the backs of your legs, your hamstrings and your glutes and your core, especially because you're stabilizing on this unstable surface and you're just pushing down as hard as you can, moving faster and faster. Oh, it's so fun. She's, <laughs> she's about to hop on the trampoline behind her for the rest of this podcast episode. Is I'm okay. Yeah, with right. I'll bounce the so- whole time. Okay. <laughs> And, and the, the thing is, um, what people don't realize is you think force production and you think low ampl- higher amplitude, right? You're trying yeah. to gravitate your body to stay closer to the trampoline. So you're not really going up high. You're producing force, but staying low to the ground. So yes, it's a hard task to do. In physical therapy, yes, we use trampolines for, for ball rebounds and, and single leg balance work. So the tool has been existent for a while. Yeah. The difference is they took it to another level, right? So it's initially, it's like one of those things where people first look at it and they're like, oh, they're on a trampoline dancing around jumping, but don't knock until you try, right? Essentially give it a whirl and see what happens. And, and that's the thing. It's the, the impression that people get based off. And that's why I kind of love having her on and bring her in, on her site. Cause now you're looking at someone whose business is fully focused on one piece of equipment and she's creating change all the world. She was just in LA doing a promotion tactic. She's going state to state launching this product of hers. Why? Cause the passion, but also the convenience of it, of being home and being close to and fitting in your schedule. But it is hard. I would, I would urge people to try jumping on a trampoline and not go 10 feet in the air and come back for the next move. I can't even dance on the stable floor yet on a trampoline. I know we talked about my dancing skills a while back. Then. <laughs> I think that they're better than you remember for sure. I don't know. I was I had like two left feet. We both talked. Um, that's exciting. I'm I'm happy for you. That is that literally. So when I first realized it, it brought a joy to my face because I know how much of a hard worker you are and how how far you've come. And this is amazing to see. And with that, I asked her a question of what gets her up in the morning. And one of the biggest things we, we both agreed on the same topic of coffee, you know, that's it, going to be us. Um, but essentially is you're, you're able to grow your business, but you're able to make a connection. So now being in LA, being in New York, how are those connections going and how, how are you kind of branching out? I know you're a very sociable human being. you always were. Um, so what's, what's it like now? I, it's, I mean, it's bigger than we could have ever imagined. And when we first opened our studio, we were very specific to this one neighborhood in New York. And it's very interesting because in New York, everything is very accessible, but people don't actually want to travel for specific things. So they work out where they either close to where they live or close to where they work. And so we were, our studios down in Tribeca and we had a, a very, we still have a very loyal group of group of clients who live in maybe a 10 block radius and they walk here and they either live here or they work here and it just makes their life easier and then obviously when the pandemic hit we had been starting to work on some online Mm -hmm. stuff but we were testing things out taking our time very low stakes and then um obviously the pandemic hit and we were like okay we gotta go um and so we built this digital platform and we have just been able to grow our client base like from Tribeca to New York City to New York State to the whole country. And we have clients all over the world now, which is so fantastic. And um, just being able to make those connections, I think that that's the, that's the greatest thing that we've brought to the platform that a lot of other online platforms don't offer, which is an opportunity to actually speak with a human being. I think you can sign up for a lot of online fitness and take a class and, and do a thing or whatever, but we, we try and at least have 
one email conversation or a Zoom chat with every person that signs up. We offer that to them just to get to know them. We're It's like a little selfish on our part because we're so used to knowing everybody that walks through our door. But we want to know what people are up to and, and see what they're like and how they're feeling and, and encourage them because we do know that trampoline is difficult and what we're doing is not the easiest from, you know, to get started. Um, so that being said, I, you know, we've grown so much and specifically LA, it, it kind of like worked out perfectly because it's our second biggest market at the moment. Yeah. So we actually have a really great group of people out there who are very invested in trampoline and just, and love it so much as part of their lifestyle. So we were able to go out there. We did a segment on E, which was really fun. And I had a very embarrassing moment where I didn't know who Victor Cruz was. <laughs> and Hi, Victor. I, I, yeah, I did this segment and a friend of mine texted me and was like, oh my God, my son is going to die. You were on, like your segment was with Victor Cruz. And I was like, who's Victor Cruz? And he was like, stop, I can't talk to you. And I was like, oh my God, no. And then I looked him up. I was like, this oh. is bad. I, you know, it I, I live in New York. He was on the Giants. Like I should have known something. Um, but yeah, so we did that segment on E. And then while we were out there, we got to like meet and connect face to face with all of these people that we've been talking to online for the last, you know, 14, 15 months. And it was, it was really special. And it was just nice to see that we can still make these connections even without living super close to everybody. Absolutely. That's awesome. So when you go onto their website with the nest, when you look at it, right, it says about, it says their vision and underneath that last tab, it says real and the nest underneath it. And when you look at the word real, she just explained to you why that tab stands, right? Because they're really real, right? There's a lot of online platforms, a lot of online coaches that spend time behind a computer that you'd never get to meet, never get the face-to-face -face conversation. I know I do some telehealth stuff. I do some virtual things. And I always try to be a point face-to-face -face with my clients and my patients. And that's the industry fitness should be about, right? So what we saw the trend over the last couple of years is the online platforms have really taken over. Online coaching has taken over, but you also have to realize who you're buying into and what method you're buying into. Are they spending the time with you? She made her point of going out 15 months later to LA to meet all the people that she's been working with remotely for a while. And that's what real is. It's making that connection and making the bond. But then when you start to bring in why the name was chosen. So give me an idea why you picked the name. I have a reason why in my head already, but I want to see why you picked the nest. Yeah. So the nest, I mean, it's actually really nerdy when you think about it now, but um, the nest is a word ending that means quality or state of being. And that was something that was really important for us because yes, fitness has wonderful physical benefits and a lot of people, you know, see a lot of vanity in it that way. But we also really wanted to push people to understand that like even just moving and the and the joy that it can bring you and the the endorphins that it brings to your body and just the the way that it can make you feel yeah. is the most important piece. And so we wanted to just push that forward because then people can kind of attach whatever they're feeling to it on any given day, you know? That's awesome. I, I look at it as, and I look at the, the pictures and stuff and like there's women hugging their uh, trampolines and I feel like Ness is like home in, <laughs> owning everything in one house and being close. And that was the person you are. Like if you're around Allie in, in school or even like, and her friends will tell you, um, 
you were always kind of like want to be close to her because you just feel the vibe and <laughs> energy. That's why I was like, oh, Ness kind of vibe through it. And that that was the bond that we've had. And I think I'm always grateful for for Ryder for sure. I know I left, you guys still stayed, but like the connections you made, and it's awesome to see a, a friend, a colleague, a, a classmate doing as well as she's doing, but promoting a different side of fitness. I don't think in my entire life, I would ever expect myself to be pr- promoting different variations. I've always been in strength and conditioning, strength and conditioning, but mm-hmm. as times are changing, there's so much more out there. And that's why I brought her on today to show you a, a new side of fitness that not many people knew actually existed. And unless you were involved in New York or LA or watching the ear things, you don't know it exists. So I wanted to make sure that people get out there for that. So aside being a businesswoman, Aside being a uh, <laughs> a, um, a performer and so forth, you just got married. How is that life? And you got a dog, right? And the dog is also uh, the, like, congrats to you. So how how's life been aside that? So this is the part of the show, folks. We're just catching up. Um, <laughs> stay, stay for this is very indulgent on our part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We just- um, yeah, right. We needed some time to catch up oh, and absolutely. see what life has been. <laughs> Um, Yuri, I got married in September, COVID wedding. Um, and it was actually not a wedding that was planned prior to COVID. We, you know, we got engaged probably a year ahead of that. And just like one day woke up and we're like, we should just get married, like with our family. There's no, like, why are we waiting? Cause it's at this rate, it's going to be like two, three years and like, just spending all your money on that. It just, it didn't make sense. And that's not really what we wanted either. Yeah. Um, at least not what I wanted. My <laughs> husband is like just a little bit of a princess. I love him dearly. Um, but he was like, I want a party. It's <laughs> like, listen, you can have a party, but I was like, I think we should do this. So we actually got married at my parents' backyard in Pennsylvania, which was really nice. And we literally just had parents and siblings and grandparents and everybody, you know, quarantine tested, did the whole thing. And we got to like spend a whole weekend together and like it was just really beautiful and I think it was good timing because it was like probably just about halfway through all of the shutdown things and it was the first time that I had like seen like my sister and hugged my nephew and my parents it was like very it was very emotional in that way but so that's been great I'm glad we did that I mean not much has changed my you know my Ryan and I have been together for six years and we've lived together and we, you know, we went to elementary school together. So we've known each other a long time. And so, yeah, that's been good. Elementary school, sweetheart, you married. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I think the the beauty of that, the beauty of the story, (laughs) (laughs) I think the beauty of the story is she's telling you quite often we see online timelines and having a timeline for certain thing and waiting for the perfect day waiting for the perfect moment when you're listening to the last 30 minutes at no point did we ever discuss timeline but things kind of happen as is right so your business when you guys first started you were in in live platform pandemic hit boom we got to go virtual Mm-hmm. you got engaged oh there's no time to plan a wedding let's just do it it's just kind of go with the flow and that's what people really need to realize to really appreciate and get the joy of life is get rid of this timeline idea get rid of this vision everything has to be done by a certain date and have to have it done to the perfect t it's okay not to have the extravagant wedding it's okay not to have the best business in the world what is not okay is that you just stop right you just kind of stop with the flow i know a lot of times with pandemic people stop working people stop doing what they really were truly passionate about i think for the pandemic 
I personally felt like it was a time for the best growth for myself. And I think I found the most growth there. That's when I started my podcast. That's when I started working again, different certifications yeah. and like exploring different avenues. And same thing for you guys, you explored different avenues with online platforming and you got married and you're exploring this new relationship. Well, same relationship, new status, <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've been trying to teach people is with this pandemic is it's kind of like what you made of the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Did you let the situation limit you or did the sit you kind of overcame the situation, right? You guys did a great job of overcoming the situation. And honestly, I, I've been watching and it, it doesn't show up, but like you guys are nonstop full steam ahead, aren't you? Yeah, we don't stop. I mean, I feel very lucky. I have a good business partner we have been friends for a long time and we just work really well together and we fill in each other's sort of gaps and it's um it's not hard I mean because we just really like what we do you know it's it's fun I think that maybe my least favorite part of my job is cleaning the mirrors of the studio (laughs) like that's I really can't think of anything that I I dislike (laughs) it's so fun it's so fun I'm very grateful to have that and we talked about this in episodes one through 16 if you enjoy what you do if you love what you do you will Mm -hmm. never work a day in your life I work a lot I do a lot of things but that's what's my fuel I love what I'm doing and I love seeing people that thrive in that and I hope that you guys are getting the same vibe that I'm getting from this conversation um with that Ali and I are going to take a short break and we'll be right back with you So we're back with, again, a dear friend of mine, Allie, and she's been an absolute delight for the last half hour, just talking to her about her business, her life. We caught up a little bit. I do apologize for the sidetrack, but it had to happen. So (laughs) Allie, when I first met Allie, she was at Ryder and Theater Performance, and she was rocking it. She's doing everything. And now she's a businesswoman. She just recently got married. She started a new life together. So as always, we're going to go into her three pieces of advice. And Allie, I want you to give the viewers your three pieces of advice on chasing the dream. And chasing the dream. Well, I think the first piece is don't limit your dream. I think it's tough for people to get hyper-focused on one specific dream. And I think my advice would be to expand the dream. Think about the greater goal of what the dream is and, and let that guide your journey. I think for me, my goal, yes, I wanted to be a dancer and performer, but my, my ultimate goal was to be happy and enjoy what I do. And by removing that very strict box and, that, and pigeonholing myself and being like, I'm going to be a dancer and that's the only thing that's going to make me happy. And that's my only dream. I've been able to grow into this business and grow into this new journey and, and just be fulfilled from so many different avenues and different things. So I think that's, that's one. Um, two is don't be afraid to ask for help. <laughs> I think it's a hard, it's hard and you have to, you know, set put down your pride you have to set aside the ego and say I don't know how to do this or I don't feel comfortable with this or I you know whatever the case is and it's okay to ask somebody else who might have more information from you it doesn't make you weak in any way especially like as an entrepreneur or a leader or or anything like that there is absolutely no reason not to ask for help because it only makes you better it makes you stronger and I think that it 
it also makes you more flexible and empathetic towards people who need help as well, right? So, you know, you ask for help, somebody helps you, somebody asks you for help, you help them out. Um, and then my last one is a little, a little woo-woo, but that's me. Um, listen to your gut, listen to the universe. You're gonna get signs, you're gonna get feelings about things that you're doing and take some time to understand what the world around you is telling you because it won't steer you wrong. If you, if you really listen and you follow your gut and you follow your heart and you, and you take that into consideration when you're making decisions, big or small, I really think that that is just a, such a good way to guide yourself. And it also allows you to kind of go with the flow more because you're taking feedback from the world around you and the people around you and, and the things that you're feeling and staying in touch with all of that and letting that be your guide rather than just, this is this thing, I have to do this because this is what I think the only answer is. So we're staying open. My advice, I think overall, it's just stay open, be open. Absolutely. <laughs> Great piece of advice. Again, I think if you look at your story, you look at your life, I think those three pieces of advice is what you implemented for a long time and didn't realize it. And, and that's what it is, folks. That's what it's about, right? It's about setting a goal, setting an expectation for yourself. And then knowing that, yes, you might have to go off the goal, but don't limit it to just one goal or one dream, right? I initially had a dream. Let me tell you, I'm not sitting in that position today right now. There is no million dollar contract for any sport and I'm, I'm still doing what I'm doing, right? But the ultimate goal is to be happy. And when you listen to her, when I was watching her speak about her, her business, her passion, there's a smile on her face every single time. Yeah no matter what. And that's what it is. So ultimately her dream was to be happy and she's happy. And in the time being, she's still performing the way she's been doing. She's still doing other things and is keeping your mind open and seeking help. I think I agree with you 110%. A lot of times, even myself included, I'm guilty of it too, not asking the right people for help or just not asking, asking at the right time. And it's like, yes, put your pride aside at this point at 30, that pride is long and gone. When I was 20, forget <laughs> about it. But like, yes, we need help when you need help. So kudos to you and the piece of advice. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed our episode today. Ali, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I know you're in between clients doing it. Um, and it's it's been a true delight for me to have you. And I hope in the future we have you and again and hope to get your business partner out here to talk about it too. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. This was so lovely. Absolutely. All right, guys, until next time, we'll catch another episode. And